Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Alright y'all, we're back with another episode. Hope you guys are good. Let me actually think of an intro for this episode because I realized that I didn't do that for the last solo episode. So something that I've been working on for the new year is just like interacting with new people and you know friends and things like that and just like really pursuing friendships okay because the thing about me i mean i kind of talked about this briefly in the ins and outs episode i believe because i want to you know just be more present in friendships because the thing about me is that i'm more introverted nowadays as an adult i think post covid you have more of like a social anxiety you're more comfortable in my in your own space you know like i have my own apartment so i'm very like in my own space i've made it very much similar to like my own interest is my safe space and I work from home as well so I don't have to necessarily go outside but now I've been trying to like build foundations to go outside like work out things like like grab coffee outside do work outside which has been very different from what I'm like used to in the past few months but it's been like a good change right and like the past few weeks I've been really trying to work out my friendships and just like hang out with people and hang out with new people and usually I get very anxious where I don't feel like getting ready, getting on the subway gives me some sort of like nervosa, nervousness, you know, but I'm just trying to like get over that fact and just get to the good part because I love hanging out with act- like people. The act of it is so much fun for me, but the before part, getting ready and dreading it and putting sa- time aside for that just feels like work to me and feels like it fuels my anxiety, but I've been trying to like reset my mindset and have it more of like a gratitude thing you know because it's like a privilege to have friends it's a privilege to have plans and to network and hang out with people and learn new things about them so I've been trying to really like condition my myself into that right so that's the era that I'm on you know it's been a lot of fun to like hang out with people and uh, just co-work together collaborate together learn new things outside of school from other people because honestly like when I was younger, I would think that I was like the biggest in the room by because I knew all this information. But really, you don't know anything in high school. You don't know anything ever in life. Like you don't know the most ever. You have to always open yourself up to other people to know more from them, you know, because if you always are thinking that you're like the best in the room, you're just never going to learn information and put your best foot forward right but anyway welcome back to our podcast difficult dish a podcast about different uh oh my god i forgot the intro a podcast about different south asian narratives i am your co-host Pua. we are doing another solo episode today it's been a lot of fun to do solo episodes let me know if you guys have been liking it just because like a solo vibe like especially the topic that we're talking about today is something that I can really do on my own. It's more of like a girl topic. It's more of like a solo topic. So I'm really excited and I hope you guys have been liking it too. If you are watching the video right now, make sure to like and subscribe on our YouTube. It helps so much and we have been killing it, I believe, with our YouTube videos. Let me know because, you know, from my perspective, from Mashun's perspective, 
we've been killing it right we've been working so hard on editing and recording and like all these topics and things like that but let us know if it actually like resonates and reflects and if you guys have been liking it as well as you guys know we are like bulk recording a bunch of episodes so i'm actually recording this on january 18 okay because we are going on an exciting trip in february so we are going to have our hands wrapped hands packed i think that's the saying i don't even remember but and also if you are listening on apple spotify wherever you're listening make sure to leave us a rating leave us a review five stars if you'd like it really helps us so much with the algorithm but let's get started with this episode okay so today's episode is something that i'm really excited to talk about it is about how to maintain female friendships how to actually find your longtime girls right i feel like especially in your 20s even in your 30s whatever age bracket honestly that you're in sometimes it's hard to make friends adult friends because you outgrow your old friendships you're a whole different person not whole different but you're different from what you were like when you were little or in high school so you're trying to find friends that are more long-term and they resonate with like you as a current self right and i feel like friendship breakups are so hard and it's hard to get yourself back on track with finding new friends especially if you move out especially if you go to a university outside of like your hometown especially if you're like in a whole different era of your life right it's important to find friendship and it's so lonely when you don't have that and i've gone through you know my fair share of friend breakups like you guys have probably listened to those episodes from a while ago of just like how lonely it is and how hard the transition is to like find yourself and then find your long-term besties in your adult years it's lonely but then you eventually get there right and then also there are some tiktoks where it's like oh my god me and my besties have been girls for 25 years and then sometimes you look at that and you're like oh my god am i the only one that doesn't have a friend group am i the only one that doesn't have like long-term besties long-term close friends and it makes you feel like you're the problem sometimes you are the problem you know sometimes maybe you are the one that causes all the drama and you are the one that kind of pushes yourself away from these friends so maybe do some inflection do some sight you know revelations what is a revel uh, like inner revelations for that but for the most part it's not your fault you know life happens and sometimes you just grow apart from friends and it's not your fault that you don't have like your your group or your long-term besties whatever so don't blame yourself for that for the most part okay if you're if you have some things that you're dealing with and you are the problem then maybe think about that okay luckily for me i still have my best friends from elementary school and we have been able to grow together for the past 20 years however long 15 to 20 years and just still be close and best friends right like one of my best friends i met her in first grade and we're we still talk almost every single day we still hang out constantly she's still like my go-to person another best friend i met her in fourth or fifth grade and we're still best friends right um and then i have another really close friend that i met in college and we are like so close still and it's so crazy because in different areas and brackets of my life i met different people that were there for that purpose and some people i'm not close to anymore and some people i'm still the same level of closeness or even more now as we're older right and it's really important to grow with your friendships like i've also had friends from elementary school where we were close all the way until college and then you know things happen i moved out they went their separate paths and we just aren't as close anymore and that 
that happens, right? But you can't beat yourself up over that because as you grow older, like life changes, you change, and you deserve to have people around you that are okay with that change and they support that change and they tell you when you're doing something wrong and they're there for you whenever, right? So in today's episode, let's get started, right? We are going to talk about how to maintain long-term girl friendships, friendships in general, how to find your girls and find your people. I feel like friendships nowadays, well, not even nowadays, it should be like this always. They're very similar to like dating right it's very similar to finding like a a significant other you have to kind of give it the same type of respect that you would with a partner that you're dating right and um that's why i think so many friendships fall off because they don't give it the same respect anymore once they do find like a boyfriend or a girlfriend whatever it is once they do find a partner because they don't care as much anymore they have different priorities but it's still important to kind of uphold your priorities even as life changes okay so i've compiled a list of things but these were like the things that came to my head when i was thinking about this topic i also made a tiktok video about this and i also asked you guys on my personal instagram at labyrinth if you guys don't know your own ways on how to maintain friendships how to find your girls some of you guys are actually on the same boat of not having any girls and um we're asking for this episode so i'm really excited to help you guys i'm so grateful that like i'm in a place now where i feel like i found my long-term girly pops you know like i have my my old school girly pops that i'm still besties with but now i have like adult friends and adult girls that i can refer to and have in my 20s which is so much fun because they actually see me as like an adult and they don't look at me as just like my high school little silly self you know that's really important all right so number one to maintain a long-term friendship you have to text them when you miss them or you have something that reminds you of them right like for example if you see a meme on your instagram page and it reminds you of that person send it to them you know sometimes i feel like we get so in our own heads and we're just like oh silly if we send it to them we shouldn't tell them that we miss them because you know, whatever. They already know that I miss them. They already know that I love them. But like, if you're actually thinking about them and if you see something that reminds you of them, it means so much to make that small gesture and tell them that because it is small at the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's going to take you maybe five to 10 seconds to send that to them or write that message to them. First of all, it makes it seem like you care about them still, even if you haven't talked for a long period of time. And it just, it's like the little things that build a friendship, right? Like, I don't know about you, but my love language is sending memes or, you know, TikTok videos or whatever it is back and forth with my friends. And it's, it's just such a cute girly thing to do because you're having like a small, cute little conversation through DMs or messages about the videos that you're sending. But then you might be having another completely different conversation through text. And it's just like continuing the friendship without having to put in that much effort, right? It's very like bare minimum, I feel like. But again, you can obviously like go on with your day without sending them that thing or without telling them that you miss them. But it just like gives in that little like, I miss you. I care about you. Here's this one thing that reminds me of you. And it's such a small thing, but it makes the world of a difference. Okay. All right. Number two voice memos oh my god i love voice memos so much i literally send voice memos to my besties 
like minutes and minutes of them right and then they send it back and i listen to it like it's a podcast right like i'll be doing my errands i'll be doing my chores i'll be grocery shopping i'll just have their voice in my ear and it's just such a wholesome feeling because you know sometimes you meet someone you kick it off you love them as a friend but you're not really on that facetime level yet you're not really like on the call basis yet but voice memos that just like give you the opportunity to tell them about your day or like tell them about some tea that happened or whatever it is and they can listen to it on their own terms if they're busy and they do the same thing back with you you know it's such a great way to like keep in tune with what your friends are doing and it's such a cute way of like keeping tabs right like you can be vacuuming and listening to it sometimes I'll have an I had an era before where I mean I still have this phase where I'll just send my hyper fixation song that I'm currently obsessed with and I'll just sing like six seconds of it send it to my best friend without like any you know any disclaimer and then she'll send it back to me but in like a whole different note you know like you get it like I had a phase where I loved the song um I forgot the name of it damn you just know the the tune the chorus part it's like must have been a deadly kiss like you know that song I, I just randomly love that song, right? And I would just, like, send it to my best friend. Like, nothing, no context beforehand. She would send the same thing back. And I feel like those are the small things that, like, maintain a friendship. Because, obviously, as you get older and older, it's harder to constantly hang out with your friends, right? We have lives. We're busy. We go to school. We have work, whatever. We live in different parts of the country, the state, whatever it is. So, it's like, how can you maintain those friendships beyond that, you know? Because we're not in high school anymore where we see our friends every single day. So you got to really be creative nowadays, you know? And I feel like social media is such a great way to start. Number three, doing more than just hanging out at bars and drinking and actually having quality time. All right, this is such a big deal for me. I personally don't drink. I personally don't really go to bars like that. And I feel like there are those people that constantly just meet up at bars, which is fine. I feel like there is an age bracket for that. Like when you're in your college years or you're young it's normal to get a drink and like meet over a bar but i feel like you don't get to see substance and you don't get to see a different level to that friendship because you don't see a different side to them you know you constantly see them in the same area and sometimes it is a little bit superficial and if you were to have some more quality time like maybe going to dinner or maybe going to like an activity you know going to a museum i love going to museums with my girly pops and doing something like that it engages you guys in a different way you're able to see them on a different level you're able to open up more and I feel like you don't depend on alcohol as much to like loosen you up you know I feel like that's such a big thing with this generation nowadays is not to sound like an oldie but I feel like a lot of us are so dependent on having a drink in our hand or just being loosened up with drinking that we don't realize that there's a whole other life out there being sober and like opening up in a whole different level, you know, and just like being aware of your senses. So I feel like it's really important to just have those different engaging experiences where you can learn about a person on a deeper level and just like see how they react. Like, you know, like I love going to museums with my friends and just seeing how they are are they the type of person to actually read the art are they the type of person to stare at an art piece for 20 minutes are they the type of person to immediately record each art piece and just like move on to the next like you know just observing them makes it so much fun i don't know about you but for me i love doing that i don't know just having more of an open conversation with them through these 
experiences and events you know beyond just drinking and if you do want to drink that's fine like there are so many places now where you can still drink but it's more of like a community experience more of an engaging experience like for example if you want to do a paint class like a paint and sip class you can be doing a whole like art piece while still having like a sip of wine you know so you don't have to give up drinking i'm not saying that but just maybe think outside of the box a little bit you know all right number four this one this one might be coming at you guys the phone works both ways okay so what i mean by that is that a lot of us especially when we're going through it i feel like when we're depressed or like anxious or whatever it is we want our friends to be reaching out to us right we want to feel like we are cared about but also we don't do the same thing back to them so why would they do that to us so sometimes we get in our own heads we're like oh my god no one cares about us i don't have any friends no one is reaching out to me whereas do you do that for your friends like why would your friends show up for you if you don't do the same thing for them so it's like that's why these small things beforehand are so important like you know texting them when you miss them when you are thinking about them or sending voicemails and things like that because it's like sometimes in the beginning of a friendship one person has to be the one to kind of start it off and then the other person hopefully follows but you can't expect the other person to start everything and then just let that friendship die because like you just want the other person to care or initiate when you're not really trying as well right obviously sometimes it is a balance in the beginning like they have to do something but then you also have to like reciprocate but you can't assume that they have to do everything for you to maintain this friendship so phone works both ways guys all right number five prioritizing them the same way you would with the partner all right so i kind of talked about this before right it is so important to do things with your friends especially in the beginning of a relationship that you might have with a boyfriend with a girlfriend with a partner because there are times when you get a new boyfriend a new partner or your friend gets someone new and they just completely forget about you or you forget about them just because i get it obviously you're in the honeymoon phase like you're spending so much time with your partner but don't completely like disregard your girlfriends you know like still go out with them and still go to dinners with them and maybe think about oh instead of me going to this show or this event or this movie with my boyfriend maybe let's open this up to my girls and still have that fun bonding experience even though i have a boyfriend because honestly life doesn't stop just right when you get married or right when you're dating someone you know life still goes on and you still have to prioritize the people that were there for you before your friend your relationship people that are still there for you and people that are going to be there for you hopefully if the relationship doesn't work out you know like you can't neglect your friends just because you have a partner now so really like make time for everything obviously in the beginning it's normal to make time just for your partner but don't forget about your girly pops, you know, like they're there for you for a reason and they're going to be with you forever. You know, girls are forever. Boys are temporary for the most part. So the next one, showing genuine happiness and support dur during their wins, right? You don't even know how many times I feel like when I was younger, I would say a, a piece of news, you know, something that's a big win for me, something that I'm excited about. And the person that I'm saying it to doesn't really reciprocate like the excitement they don't seem as happy and i feel like that's such a big red flag when it feels like you're successful at something but your friends don't really care or weirdly 
they're like at competition with you so like they're trying to humble you it is so important for obviously you to show your friends so much happiness and excitement for their wins and successes but also for them to reciprocate the same thing back for you right because you do not want to be around hater energy you don't want to be that hater yourself obviously sometimes your friends might accomplish something like maybe getting a raise or maybe getting a promotion at their job and you also want that same thing for yourself but you haven't gotten there yet maybe for a second you might have like a a singe of jealousy but that doesn't mean you you bring that out on them your time will come you know jealousy is normal but it's up to you to kind of unlearn that and get over that and just be happy you know there's enough room at the table so the way that you react to good news and success for your friends says so much so make sure to actually be happy for them and surround yourself with people that are genuinely happy for you but also support you in a way where it feels easier for you to get somewhere because they're just you know they're supporting you and i'm telling you like the transition that i've had from high school college friendships to like what i have now is is so grand because now i feel like i have friends that are genuinely like rooting me on and it feels more doable because they're there for me and it doesn't feel like i'm crazy for reaching for it or for accomplishing it because i have friends around me that are just there for me you know through it all through the thick and thin and that's so important next one responding to stories to know the little details and stay in the loop right so social media is obviously such a big thing nowadays like it helps us so much with people we don't even know to know more about them um and that's why it's so stimulating like overstimulating sometimes but something that i love doing is that like you know if my best friend posts a story and she's somewhere but i happen to like not know about that i'll just be like oh where are you like what are you doing you know and just like responding like making the effort to actually respond to a story obviously at the end of the day like it doesn't matter to me what they're doing like it doesn't affect me in any way it's such a small minute detail but just like still staying in the loop and still like putting in the effort to see what they're up to because again we don't have the time sometimes to constantly text them talk to them on the phone hang out but like those small things you know the the stories that they post the actual in-feed posts that they have it just helps you Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Be more cognizant about like what they're up to, you know, and it can be something so simple. It can be them making a post, posting a selfie and you just like bombing all the comments, right? Bombing the comments with all the compliments, compliments that are so cringe, but that it it just like helps you 
be more connected you know social connection is obviously such a big thing but like use it to your advantage for people that you want to become more close with or that you are close with already and you just want to keep that going right all right number eight not gatekeeping opportunities and tips oh my god so i grew up in a very scarcity mindset type of environment where it didn't feel like i could really ask for help on things that i was working on or you know i i didn't feel like i could also tell people my own opportunities or tips and things like that just because i didn't even know that was a thing i thought people kept those things a secret and it was taboo whatever and so i had this like bad negative outlook on life and i just thought that i'd have to navigate everything on my own and that there weren't good people out there that were willing to help and things like that but as i got older i started meeting like genuine people that were willing to help me with you know my business with things that i was working on like i remember last year I was working on, you know, manufacturing and working on my apparel and business and things like that. But I genuinely did not know how to keep going and like get started on the manufacturing process. So I cold turkey DM'd this one girl. I didn't even, I don't even think I followed her before that. Yeah, I didn't know of her. I found her online randomly. I just DM'd her asking her about her manufacturing process because her clothing was you know, through the manufacturer that I researched. So I wanted to see if she wanted to tell me anything about that. She didn't follow me. She didn't know me. She probably didn't even get my DMs because it wasn't probably her hidden requests. And I, I kind of forgot about it. And I was like, all right, there's no reason for her to see it or respond. She doesn't know me. And then out of nowhere, she responded back like three weeks later. And she asked to get coffee with me and hang out. And she told me literally everything. And not even just like, oh, this is how to get started. She connected me with the manufacturer. She told me all of the expenses that she paid for, her losses, just where she was in her journey. And it's just, I'm like so grateful for that experience because like she genuinely like went out of her way to help me when she didn't need to, you know? And that just leaves such a good taste in my mouth and it leaves me feeling more and more hopeful for the people that I surround myself with. You know, I'm still friends with her and I still uh, collaborate with her I model for her brand she helps me out still so it's like such a great experience and friendship and that's like the real meaning of girlhood okay where they just like help you when they don't need to you know even when they're not genuinely doing the best themselves they're still willing to like help you in the process so that you don't make the same mistake but even now I have friends that you know might be going through a rough time with their art or their business or whatever this whatever it is And I'm so happy to tell them any opportunities that I come across, how much money I might have lost, how much money I invest into my business and things like that. Like, I'm so happy to help someone with any advice that I have and just feel like I've done my part in some way, you know. And I feel like since this is still so taboo, that's why it is so rare to feel friends are willing to share this information and that's why when you do share that information or when they do share like this intimate information you're willing to talk to them more you're willing to actually feel connected to them and like continue on this friendship because you're not gatekeeping you know one of my other friends like shared this art grant with me and she didn't need to do that but she just wanted to share the wealth and give me an opportunity that i'd be fitting for yeah so if you have girlfriends just like share stuff share things that would help them and continue on your friendship like that you know no point in gatekeeping out here because the more you feel like you have to keep in all these opportunities and things for yourself because you feel like there isn't enough room at the table i feel like the less opportunities you get because the world is not in your favor girly i'm telling you karma is 
Karma is a real thing. All right. Number 10. Oh, no. Number nine. Asking them about their family and people that they care about and them asking the same right i feel like it's so important for me to first of all not only talk about myself obviously asking them about their lives because you know if you're just talking about yourself you're just narcissistic at one point right actually caring about them but also caring about the people that they care about you know like asking about their mom asking about their siblings asking about their partner and see how they're doing because if you care about this person and you're their friend you should also care about the people that they care about you know because that's an extension to them so just make that effort to just see how they're doing and hopefully they do the same thing back to you right number 10 they and you show up to each other's celebrations right big celebrations like birthdays anniversaries and things like that are so important because they are showing up in like a physical way and they're celebrating you in a physical way i have a friend my close friend from college actually the one that i was talking about before for every single birthday over the summer she had plans right she was going to like vacation she was going to another country i told her about my birthday she canceled the plans she canceled her trips and i was like girl you did not have to do any of that like no one told her to cancel any of that but that was like a true friend for doing that even though no one asked her to like i was fine without that but that was just like so meaningful for me because it's like she went out of her way just to celebrate me even when i didn't ask it meant a lot you know and i'm like damn if she shows up for me that hard i'm gonna always forever show up for her you know but then the next one that is related to this is they can understand you have other obligations and things to deal with because again at the end of the day we're all adults right if you can't show up for an anniversary or a birthday and or you're stressed out or whatever it is and you can't show up and they get mad like genuinely mad that you can't put aside your life for them then maybe that friendship is not for you okay because your friends are supposed to understand that you have things going on maybe you're not financially ready maybe you have you know other obligations they should understand that you have things that you have to deal with right that you can support them from afar or support them you know in like a future dinner that where you take them out or whatever it is and like that's fine because I've had a lot of events in my 20s where people couldn't celebrate me because they're out of the country, because they were going through their own thing, they were busy, and I'm fine with that, you know? But just, like, let me know beforehand, and um, we'll figure it out. Like, who cares? You don't have to physically be there to support me. But, you know, just me knowing that they are supporting me still means a lot, okay? And also the friends that, are, that get, like, jealous when you have other friends, like, that's a big telltale sign that's not a good thing all right you should have other friends and they should be fine with it if it's a joke like sometimes my besties like they'll be like oh my god you have other friends like as a joke um that's fine but i'm talking about the people that genuinely get possessive over you that's not a good thing um the next thing that is very important you can tell them when they're in the wrong i feel like early on in a friendship you want to be liked they want to be liked so you kind of agree to everything that they say or that you say but as you get more and more into this friendship you have to get to a point where you're not a yes man anymore. You don't agree with everything that they say and you should be able to tell them, okay? There should be a level of like trust and openness where if they're doing something to upset you or if they're doing something that might be wrong, you can tell them, you know? Because there are a lot of friendships where they're venting to you and they want to hear like a an unbiased perspective on it from you. You don't want to just support them 
in everything right like if they cheated on their partner and they're trying to be okay with it like maybe you shouldn't be egging that on right maybe you should tell them like okay this is wrong you shouldn't have done that that's messed up and like have the openness to tell them that and they should be okay to handle it properly you know you have to get to that level where there's a level of maturity where they don't take everything personally they don't feel like you're attacking them if you tell them something opposite from what they're feeling or doing right like there should be a level of maturity as you get older as you get more and more into the friendship don't be a yes man tell them when they're in the wrong like you know i had a my best friend from elementary school like we still joke around with one another but sometimes the joking is too much (laughs) where it's just like disrespectful like if you guys know you know like we've been friends since we were like seven right besties now we're 25 so sometimes we still we still talk like we're seven years old right but then at the end of the day like i tell her when she's in the wrong and i'm like bro like stop okay there's a boundary all right next one they have similar ethics and values as you and they respect you right as we get older obviously all of us have our own morals we have our own different respective jobs and this and that But at the end of the day, there has to be a level of similarity with like the morals that we have. Sometimes even political like agendas are, you know, our levels on that has to be similar. Even if we work different jobs, we have to have respect for one another with the jobs that we have. Right. One reason why me and my close friends from elementary high school didn't really work out was because my job in, you know, business and the art, something completely untraditional was different from the jobs that they were doing right and it always felt like there was a level of of disrespect since i was not on the same agenda as them you know because i wasn't on like the the tech level or the healthcare level so there has to be a level of like understanding like yeah you save babies and you're a nurse you know one of my best friends does that and here i am working from home and i have my own business and i work with art and apparel and things like that Like, there has to be a level of empathy, understanding, respect. Because honestly, I don't know if I can be best friends and close with someone that has opposite ethics and, like, views as me in politics as well. Or social activism, you know? I don't know. For you, it could be different. All right, last one for now. Maybe this is part one. Let me know if you want a part two. You don't try to constantly have a 50-50 relationship because there will be picking up the slack days okay so this is very similar to like a relationship with like a partner right you can't expect to always have a balanced out relationship where both of you guys are giving 50 50 there are some days where you're going through hell and back and they have to kind of be the ones to like reach out put in the effort to hang out with you put in the effort to like send you food on a sick day put in the effort right because you don't have the bandwidth to give them the 50 percent so maybe they're giving eight. There are some days where your friends are going through it and you have to be the one to pick up the slack. But you can't get mad at your friends if they're not giving like the same energy that you're giving all the time. Obviously, if you're if you're constantly the one giving the most and giving more and more, that's not equal at all. It's unequal and that's not fair to you. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking more so on the fact that like you guys both have to put in the effort on the days where the other person isn't feeling the best and be okay with that you know because that's the that's the meaning of friendship and that's the meaning of like a deep female girlhood friendship right where you just know when the other person is kind of going through it and just pick up the slack and 
make them feel better or try your best to talk to them and whatever it is just give them what they need and um be okay with the imbalance sometimes right like one of my best friends when she goes through something she like falls off the place of the planet the place all the off the face of the planet we don't even know where she is like the only way i know that she's okay is because i track her and she's at home but sometimes she doesn't want to talk to anyone interact with anyone like be on social media nothing so the only way that i can keep tabs on her is by tracking her and also just like bombarding her texts until she responds or trying like different methods and you know that's what you have to do sometimes that doesn't mean that they're ignoring you that doesn't mean that they're a terrible friend that just means you know they're going through it or you're going through it and you have to try a little bit harder or they have to try a little bit harder right like don't take it as personal for most of the friendships that are pretty much good all right so that is the end to this episode i feel like i went hard with this let me know if you guys liked it and if i should make a part two I feel like this is so relatable for people in my age bracket in their 20s, even their teens or 30s, whatever it is. I feel like adult friendships, like as you get older, it just gets harder and harder. But once you get the hang of it, like you find your lifelong people, you know, they're there for you forever through all of your milestones. And it's such an incredible feeling. So if you are going through friend breakups right now and if you are feeling lonely right now and you feel like no one understands your or you don't have anyone, I promise you it gets so much better because I was also on that same boat. But anyway, if you guys listen this far, make sure to comment. Make sure to comment the DNA emoji. Okay, you know the little spiral emoji? Comment that just just because friendships are like this. You know, sisters. We're sisters. Twisted. Twisted sisters. <laughs> I forgot the audio, but you know what I'm talking about. Make sure to comment that on the YouTube, on the Instagram post, whatever it is. Make sure to follow us on our Instagram is at Difficult Dish, our podcast TikTok at Difficult Dish Podcast, my Instagram, Labyrinthav, Mashun, Mashun Munir, and, you know, leave all the ratings and reviews and comments and whatever it is because it helps us so much and it gives us like that virtual, virtual validation to keep going because sometimes this is so hard and we're like, oh my gosh, should we post, like, does this even make a difference? So hopefully we make a difference in some way. Thank you so much for listening or watching. I love you guys, and I'll see you next week.